Welcome to the Lean Smarts Podcast. Today, I'm going to be explaining why you need more leaders at your organization. Because if you want to do lean, you must develop a lot of leaders. You know, one observation I've had both working in multiple organizations and also visiting tons of organizations is that it's quite common for the ratio of leaders to operators or associates doing the work to be something as uh, large or rather small as 1 to 20 or 1 to 30, meaning there's one leader for every 20 or 30 people. Sometimes that span of control gets very large when the reality within a lot of world-class lean-performing organizations is that the ratio is more like one to five. There's one team leader for every five team members or one leader to every five people. Now, that's pretty extreme for a lot of organizations. It's crazy to think that there could be so many people as indirect labor, which a team leader does do a good chunk of labor themselves doing work, but they also do a good chunk of work that is not producing parts, but is rather developing people and other tasks. We're going to talk about what those things are and therefore why it's justifiable for there to be so many leaders in an organization. And in fact, why you might need more leaders in your organization. So I'm going to give you a list of five reasons, and then at the end, I'll explain how you might get from where you're at right now to an organization with more leadership capacity, even if it seems like something you can't afford right now because you've got production and it has to get out the door. So we'll talk about that too. So here's the first reason why. You need more leaders to perform follow-ups. Follow-ups are integral to the health of any management system and especially a lean organization because the reality is that entropy is always at work. It's always breaking things down, causing standards to degrade, to uh, no longer be able to be followed because Uh, material changes or a machine uh, breaks down or people move to another process and their skills are not current. So entropy is always happening everywhere and therefore follow-ups are necessary. Follow-ups are necessary to maintain the integrity of your production system, meaning your standards. And not only that, but to achieve your best level of performance, because that's what your standards represent, the best known way of doing something right now. It's also true about standards and following up on standards that sometimes you discover opportunities for improvement. And it's the follow-up behavior that triggers that identification and improvement in the organization. It's also true that there's really no point in having a standard if you don't follow up on it. I mean, why bother to create a standard in the first place unless you're going to take some amount of time to make sure it's actually being respected and followed? And so in lean organizations, standardization is everywhere. 
And there's a high level of respect for the value of standards. And it's because of that respect that they're followed up on. Because following up on standards is one of the best ways to actually be respecting the people who have to follow those standards. If they're not performing or there's a better way of doing things, then it's time to do something about it. Anything other than that is a lack of respect for people. So the first reason was you need more leaders to perform follow-ups. The second reason I'll give you is you need more leaders to increase your problem-solving capacity. If you've got more problems than you are able to solve or than you have people to solve them, it's because the problem-solving capacity of your organization is too small. You need to increase that capacity. And the way that you do that is by developing more leaders. Just think about it. How are you going to solve problems if you only have one leader for every 20 or 30 people? You're completely outnumbered, not just by the people, but by the number of issues that need to be dealt with at any given time. The truth is, is that many of those issues are not getting solved. It's only the big ones that take your attention or take the attention of leaders in your organization. All those other little issues that actually add up um, in aggregate to a ton of lost performance, they're not getting dealt with appropriately. You're just kind of coping and getting by while crisis fighting one big problem after the next big problem. So do you want just a few problem solvers at your organization or lots of them? I'm sure you're saying a lot of them. Well, you only get many problem solvers when you make the choice to develop many leaders. The third reason I'll give you is you need more leaders to develop and grow people. Your goal needs to be to develop leaders who develop others. If you can create that dynamic in your organization, man, you've found the pot of gold. It's one thing when you can teach someone or develop a skill within another person and they perform at a higher level, but it is a totally different thing when they then turn around and train and develop other people around them. That's the gift that keeps on giving. It's why investing in people has a huge return, but only when you're playing the game for the long term. If you're just focused on short term, then you will not see a tremendous impact in developing your people. It only comes around full circle when you are committed enough and in it for the long haul that the, the idea of developing people and self-development is pervasive and it's happening everywhere. And it's no longer just you trying to help and support people around you. But in fact, those people you're helping and supporting are actually themselves turning around and training and developing everyone around them. But how do you do this? Because if you do have 30 people, can you deeply develop each person? No, that's just not realistic. So how do you go about doing this? 
Well, again, if you're trying to get across the finish line in just a few weeks or months, it's impossible. You'll never do it. But if you're in it for the long haul, it is possible. You know, one of my heroes said, um, I heard this a few years ago, he said that basically this, everyone must decide if they want to influence a lot of people just a little bit or a few people very deeply. And I think there's a lot of truth to that, especially in the social media age and world we live in now, where you can have thousands of followers that you influence in a very shallow degree versus a few people around you that you are deeply impacting and spending quality time with and their lives are changing and turning upside down. It's not the norm to do that. It's rather more popular uh, to have the big following with very small impact spread too thin. But everyone has to make this decision. You have to decide if you're going to be spread so thin that you're ineffective or if you're going to go deep and where you're going to go deep. So you can't do everybody all at once. That's probably not realistic. But you can go deep and you must go deep at least uh, with a few per- people or one person. And if you do that effectively enough, then that person, they're going to soak it up and turn around and repeat everything that you taught them. This is a slow, painful, even disappointing long-term strategy because you might invest deeply in people over lots of time that then leave your organization and they move on to somewhere else or they move across the country, whatever happens, right? And so it can be painful when you do that. So you have to hold people with open hands, but you cannot afford to not develop people. Toyota's been doing this for many decades, and that's why they have an organization with so many leaders and team leaders and the small ratio of one to five people. It's because they've been doing it for so long. They've created something sustainable and that is continuing to occur long into the future. It's become something bigger than just one person. So how do you impact the masses? even the whole world, you do it one person at a time. You stop for the one, the one person, and you develop them and give them whatever you can that you can offer. And you keep doing that as a life habit with a generous heart. And eventually, you'll create an environment in which there are so many leaders that are developing and growing people that this process is nearly automatic. The fourth reason I'll give you is you need more leaders to adequately train. Now, training, everybody does training, right? Every organization trains their people. But the truth is, is that a lot of training is rather kind of sloppy. You know, just shadow this person. They've been here for a long time and you'll pick it up eventually, which is really not intentional. It's really not um, well measured in terms of how effective and efficient that method of training really is. Uh, But training must happen. And the reality is it's a lot of work. Training people never ends. Training is an ongoing process. 
It doesn't stop after 90 days or five years or whatever. You have to continuously train people and even be trained and refine your own skills because of entropy, right? Um, So you need leaders to adequately train because without leaders, there's just not enough training capacity in the organization. One of the most effective methods of training that is witnessed by history itself is TWI job instruction or training within industries job instruction. It's one of a few different programs that were created during World War II in the United States and is actually partly responsible for how the Allies won the war. It's because when the United States lost the majority of its workforce because the men went overseas to fight battles, they used TWI job instruction to train thousands upon thousands upon thousands of new workers who had never worked in an industrial environment before. Many of them were actually women. And historically and culturally, there's a shift in the workforce at this point in time um, because of this transition of labor. In any case, TWIJI is very intentional and requires a lot of um, work and effort, but the payoff is that it truly is so effective and so efficient. And even if you're not doing it um, line by line, it's worth understanding because it will open your eyes to what, at least one way, that training can be effective. And it is empirically true. I mean, it, it, it's not just theory, it won a war. So it's worth uh, having some awareness for. One of the things that is so wonderful about job instruction is that it recognizes the need for leaders who train. And that it's a resource that Um, must be present for training to be effective and efficient. The bottom line is that many companies just don't have enough leaders to be doing this and training people appropriately at this level. But it is a must. I mean, there are consequences to not doing training well. And to do it well, you've got to have enough leadership horsepower to be doing the training on an ongoing basis. The last reason I'll give you, the fifth reason I'll give you for why you need leaders is you need more leaders for succession planning and building a legacy. One day you'll have an important manager, a director, or leader leave your company. Unless you have a pool of capable leaders already in development, you will be unprepared. And at that point, you've got two obvious options. The first is to look inside your organization and throw someone into the position who isn't prepared for it. And it's a sink or swim situation for them. The risk is that they would sink, that they would fail. And that there would be all this wasted time and emotion and frustration on both sides because of the challenge of getting this new person up to speed. And really, it's, it's actually disrespectful and unfair to throw someone into something that they're not prepared for in this way. Granted, some do succeed and it turns out all right, but 
as a method and process. You don't want to make this the standard way. The other option is to look outside your organization and hire someone externally to fill the position. But this has other risks, that he or she would be culturally unfit to lead in your organization and to be behaviorally unprepared to function within your lean management system, which is different than traditional management. If you want to have continuity within your organization, you've got to continuously develop leaders from within so that you have this rich pool of people who are developing their leading capability at every level of your organization. I should say also, it's not wrong to bring people in from the outside, but there are uh, good and less than good ways of doing it. You just cannot shortcut their development to become a lean leader in your own unique way in your organization. If you want to build an organization that is long-lasting, then the leaders of your organization have to have continuity over time, such that when someone leaves, their replacement doesn't just tear down everything that was established um, by that leader or lead in a completely different, contradictory way. I have known and even worked for some organizations that have a history with Lean that is rather remarkable and also a lesson in that over time there were multiple leadership teams, especially at the highest level in the organization, and some of them were incredibly rare, humble, lean-thinking leaders that turned the place upside down and made it truly extraordinary, only to then leave the company for whatever reason, um, often for good reasons, and to be replaced by another leader who just did not have the same worldview and view of uh, managing and running a business and would rip down and tear down exquisite, mature, lean systems, Kanban, um, lean management routines and rituals, just all this stuff, just rip it down, load up some software, and you know manage in a very traditional top-down way. Something that took years to create and become world-class was then demolished in two or three months. It actually happens all over the place. And it's because of the lack of developing people from within and having a long-term perspective for even leadership development and creating continuity over time. One of the chief complaints or pushbacks on just increasing the leadership headcount in an organization is we don't have the money to do that. We need people to be working and, and putting out parts. We can't afford to have leaders who aren't producing And so how do we cross this bridge? One thing you can do is you buckle down, you work freaking hard because you got tons of problems and too few problem solvers, but you solve enough problems to eliminate enough waste that you then liberate labor within your organization to be able to then uh, become team leaders and increase the leadership capacity within your organization. 
So you focus on processes, you take the headcount requirements down, the manpower requirements down from maybe five people to four people, and then voila, you just created space for a new team leader. And as you teach and train that team leader how to be a team leader, you're going to get more waste elimination and also more development of people that then frees up more people to be uh, leading and solving problems and not just surviving in the organization. And it just keeps going and going and going. So that's one thing you can certainly do. That doesn't mean it's easy. You might have to work really hard uh, for a while for it to feel like there's a return on your investment of time. But uh, it has been done and you can do it too. One of the ways that companies meet their need to develop and train leaders is by putting them through training in the Lean Smarts Academy. Yes, there are bite-sized videos that are ideal for frontline leaders and associates to learn how to eliminate waste and uh, practice good housekeeping in 5S, but there are also bigger picture and more in-depth training designed for leaders and managers and specialists in your organization. It is not the full solution because you have to personally teach and train people one by one by one, and a video will not do it for you. However, a video can save you an enormous amount of time and effort. A lot of people just don't get started because they don't, they're intimidated by the cur curriculum they don't have or the knowledge they don't have. So the Lean Smarts Academy can give you enough ammunition to just get running and making a difference. Well, that's all I've got for today. Five reasons why you need more leaders at your organization. Do what's good for your people. Develop them and train them and increase the leadership capacity in your organization. You will be relieved by it. Your people will be overjoyed to work in an organization that has solved so many problems and that supports them with leadership that leads well. You just cannot go wrong here. And you know there are so many things that could happen if there was just more of you <laughs> or more leaders at your organization. So develop leaders so that those things, those important things that matter so much can actually be done.